0: If you can stop talking for 10 seconds that would be fantastic. You want to hit the start timer on there? You want to hit You want to start podcasting genius.
1: Biff, why are men like diapers? Because
2: they leak from the edge. I don't know. Why are men like diapers?
1: They're usually full of shit and easily disposable.
2: Okay, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Biff,
1: why did Snoop Dogg need an umbrella?
2: Why does Snoop Dogg need an umbrella, Jock?
1: For drizzle drizzle how how, i i I, so not street i fucked that up so many ways (laughs) why are you stupid
2: (laughs) anyway you know i i you know being that you know spending my day on this you know shit home podcast i don't know how to answer that question jock
1: i'm gonna be mean out um Hello, everybody, and welcome to Carnival Personnel
2: Podcast.
1: I'm Jacques.
2: I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> this is Biff. What are we doing? Hi, hey guys. What are, we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing?
0: Hey, guys, it's me, Joe. Remember me? I do
1: remember, remember you. Remember
0: when I quit the podcast? Oh, those were the days. <laughs> oh, man. So
1: carefree going to prison isn't quitting the podcast there's a difference altogether. uh um, hey, i have a very happy marriage thank you very much yes no yes, yes. you call it going to prison <laughs> i call it love oh. oh see what he did there he took my little joke and he turned it in on me uh um, so joe and i just recorded next week's podcast um with a friend of uh, mine and now now a friend of I feel comfortable saying a friend of yours as well. Jim. Yes.
0: A friend of ours
1: and a friend of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Burke, uh, really a guy I met a few months ago doing the open mics. Not only is he hilarious, he might be the hardest working person in the, 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 comedy scene here. He has a comedy podcast called karma and comedy. He runs his own open mic at the winter hill brewery where both me and my oldest have, uh, have gone and done it. And, I think I think if looking at a schedule, yeah, seven and a half days a week, he is at a mic somewhere doing it, and he's great. But and it was pretty funny, pretty entertaining, very funny. Uh, you know him, not us. You no, know, no, you he he was very funny. You were very funny. <laughs> I, I I talked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you were you, and that's why we love you. And yeah, so you know, I don't even think we need to do the the this. Well, I will. Uh, I'll give an update on uh on the the. Tries and tribulations of my stand-up. Almost got into a fist fight with a kid. And this has been brewing for like a month. You know, I'm well, not you good- know,
2: I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I mean, Grayson lives with you, so. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is a fight I probably would have won. <laughs> you know, you know, Grayson at this point, dude, I, I really, if, if he got me, you know, in a hold, I'm not getting out of it. No. But it was one of these things. It was brewing a, a couple months ago. I, I don't like bad etiquette, you know, and and he, this this one person, you know, displays a lot of bad etiquette at open mics. And then one day he just decided to, you know, make a lot of homophobic references because I often wear a Hello Kitty shirt. And I said something about it, went back and forth on Instagram. And so I thought a couple weeks ago we were going to, I don't know what I thought. You know, you know how I get, Biff. Joe knows how I get, and I try not to get like that. And so I went to a mic last week, and I had a joke. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give away a little bit of the gold here. I said, because it turned out I found out, you know, he was stabbed a couple of years ago, and so he was at the open mic with me. There about thirty people there, and I said, I recently found out a guy I didn't like got stabbed, and I felt really bad because now that poor knife has chlamydia. And, and afterwards, he literally followed me out, like into the alley. <laughs> and 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 then it was really really sad because you know
0: I like how Biff didn't laugh at your punchline. No, but the but fact, the, the threat of violence. And
2: no, because that's way funnier. Man. It I mean, is. Like, you're right. You're right. And I'm like, dude, what
1: are, are,
0: are you really? Are you, <laughs> you know.
1: But cooler heads prevailed, and you know I think we're on a better path now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but speaking of dead things, so my yard is that yard. The inflatables at Christmas, the inflatables at the different holidays. We have a skeleton party outside. There's a there's a a bar and three skeletons sitting around a bar in our front yard. There's two skeleton dogs that are fighting over. It was my take on um Lady in the Tramp, like yes. you know type thing. We have one of those okay. solar power ropes. It, it's a solar power rope and. Just recently, while Wait, I was out there, solar
2: powered rope. So it's yeah, yeah, rope. it
1: looks like a rope, but it, it like okay. it illuminates at night because it's oh, it, it's, okay. it's so, one yeah, of those okay. solar things.
2: Got, got it, got it. I was I, I was picturing like uh this rope that like it doesn't sends lassos. Yeah, because like it, does, it doesn't. Power. It
0: doesn't like it
1: doesn't work during nighttime or something. <laughs> right. like that. It's, it's it's and look, we still have. I mean, we can't take the Christmas lights off the Christmas tree outside. It, it is three stories tall. You know, it was paid, but I don't turn them on. But I have these solar flashlights that face the skeletons. And dude, we all the time people go by, take pictures, beep the horn. Recently, some guy was walking while I was putting stuff in the car at like ten o'clock at night. Dude, I live in the condos over there. I always want to see. Who has, who owns this house? And I told, I talked about it on podcast a couple months ago. We had a knock at the door. It was some kid. um, You know, I wasn't home. He rings a ring alarm and goes to my phone. I'm like, hold on. My wife's at home. And I called Ellen and I said, Hey, there's a kid outside who something about wants, you know, is asking about the skeletons or something. And it turned out his mom was in the car. They, they were getting rid of some decorations and they have one of these skeleton dogs and the skeleton vulture. And the dad said, no, 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 don't throw them away. Why don't you go see those people down the street who have the awesome yard? You know, and, and, and it was great. So here's the whole point of this story. The other night, I'm walking one of the rescue dogs in our front yard. And I look down and I'm like, huh, I, I, I don't know where this came from. And I took a picture and I sent it to management. People have been adding stuff. To, to the display. Oh, my god! Like, like, there's a different color skeleton hand that has, like, these, like, jewels on it and stuff. And they rearrange, like, parts of the brick. So, it kind of looks like it's reaching out through that.
0: You've started a movement.
1: And, and I'm like, dude, that is awesome. Like, like, that is pretty awesome that somebody's just like. So, this is now the second time in a couple months that people are like, I want in on this.
0: Wow. Well, good for you. You're bringing joy to an otherwise so, dreary and drab community.
2: Thank you. And, you know. Uh, less, less, uh, less uh, waste in the landfill, right? I and mean, that's all good. All, it, it, I,
0: I, we're just sort of it's moving the viral. landfill here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's yeah, cool, true. True. Uh, so
1: I have a perplexing question, <laughs> Joe. Uh, other, other than my dazzling company and wanting to see the rescue puppies, why are you here today?
0: Oh, to see Biff! Oh, of on. course, yeah, no, obviously. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually at Jacques' home in his basement. We set up the mixer willingly, willingly. Yes, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I can leave whenever I want, <laughs> as long as uh is asleep. <laughs> no, I'm here because you know uh, the we got uh, we got uh, things to watch. We got bullshit to do. We got uh, bad food to, eat. to do. But uh, more importantly, I'm trying to test out. My new Plex system, because, you know, I spent the last couple of weeks, uh, I actually mentioned on the last podcast, I was setting up a Plex thing. Uh, Yes, I'm copying Sully because I'm a wannabe loser. It doesn't have any original ideas. And I said, hey, I want in on this $250 plus (laughs) hobby. So I bought a 212 terabyte hard drive, which I can't back up. So when I lose all of that information, I'm fucked. Um. But anyways, yeah, So, but I've been loading it up with just like just the worst of the worst um, stuff that you normally wouldn't get on, you know, Hulu or Netflix or HBO Max But uh, stuff that, or stuff that you might get. But, uh, you know, you, you sure you might get to watch Night Court on, say, like Free V, one of those free apps with the ads. Uh-huh. But on my version, you get the one that's taped off of the biography channel and really (laughs) don't you prefer that version the the truncated edited 100% 100 so they can cram in more commercials without the commercials Ah. Uh, without commercials so you know anyways but yeah so we're gonna watch that barney miller um you know, you, you want the Super Mario Brothers cartoon from 1990? Do I? <laughs> um, do you want to see, uh, you want to see Helicopters? Because I got that movie, too. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I know. Do <laughs> you don't not. like Goodfellas? I do not. Oh, man. we will have to watch
1: Casino instead. I, n- <laughs> no. Those are one-offs for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, that and Joker, right? Like, yeah. Right up there. All the Robert De Niro movies. Pretty you, much, you yeah. Even- <laughs> no, no. I saw Raging Bull. That's enough. look.
1: I don't like Italians. Let's just put it out there. You know. Is I that... know we already know you
0: don't like the Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be known. that also the Italians, you're on the list as well. So, yeah, we're going to watch some Plex. Um, we could, we, and I also have, like, game shows. You know, like, just stupid-ass game shows. Like, you remember Blockbusters? Nobody remembers Blockbusters. No. Hosted <laughs> by Bill Cullen from 1980. It's a game where there's, um, you know, it's like a honeycomb lettering on the board. And it's about... The, the premise is, is they're, they're one contestant versus two contestants, a family pair. And their premises are two heads better than one. And what you're supposed to do is connect from top to bottom if you're one side or left to right if you're the other side. And you pick – a it, 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 there are different letters on the board. And you pick the letter and they say, what B um, – you know, was the, um, you know, something, something. And then you answer. And it's, you know, it's boring. It's almost as boring as I'm making it out to be right now. (laughs)
1: You know, what what I like about my friend Mike's Plex and what I'm, like, going to like about Joe's Plex, I look at it as Napster. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can find, but you can't find... These live versions of things. And that, that was, Napster was great. And there was some stuff, you know, albums that I loved in college that aren't for sale anyways. Were small local bands or something like that. Or they, they did a limited release to, like, college radio in 93. And here Napster was 10 years later. It's like, oh, my God, I can get this Warlock Pinter thing. And it's the same thing. Uh, you know, the stuff that Mike has and that Joe will have on there is stuff that I would actually watch. That I, can't, I you couldn't find on Hulu, that you couldn't find on you know
0: yeah, you have to scour the internet and those skeevy torrent sites, you know where people. Thank God for VHS. I I'll, I can't thank VHS enough because it preserved <laughs> it preserved the past. Like if VHS didn't exist, we wouldn't right. have you know we you wouldn't have been able to watch uh, open, open all, night, all night, you know no, so, and and the thank God for the genius who tamed it, oh, and then held it for thirty years and then right. uploaded it.
1: Right when when that and again we we did a whole deep dive into that show I love up all night uh, open all night. open all night twelve episodes taped only nine aired and somebody had taped you cannot find that anywhere and you're right oh, you think it's,
2: I could find uh, old Holmes and Yo Yo episodes
1: yes yes I, I, I <laughs> I'm putting that on the list Holmes and Yo
0: Yo right? <laughs> oh is that um is that the one with uh, John Shuck.
2: John Shuck is like a robot. Or yes. Android. Yes. And he's a, like their detective.
0: I just, I think I just broke Jacques by pulling that out of my ass. Yeah. Do you know what John Shuck is? He's yeah. a comedian. He was on the Gilbert Godfrey yeah. podcast. Yeah. But yeah. I remember they talked about Holmes and Yo Yo. Because I was like, what the fuck is Holmes and Yo going And I IMD beat it and I looked it up. I was like, wow, that's that's awesome. I used
2: to watch it, so I'm the sad guy.
0: No, no, <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm gonna uh, we're gonna ho- putting it onto the list <laughs> for next time. I'm where, where
1: did you watch it? Was this Toronto or Hawaii? I well, think
2: it was, I think it was, I want to I say it was Hawaii, but it might have been Toronto. It, it was, I think it's late 70s. So,
1: oh man, no, here, here's your, no, but well, when,
0: well, the pilot episode. Is on YouTube and oh, that, yeah. Cool. So you can, if you google, if you look on uh, YouTube for homes and yo yo, you'll find a couple yeah. of episodes. You, you'll be pleasantly that's,
2: surprised. Yeah, well,
1: no, that is awesome, was, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: But that's that's what I love about that stuff. It's like, you know,
0: or like those old, like you know, um, those old animes from the like the late 70s and stuff. I mean, well, those are, I guess, more preserved than others, but
1: well, yeah, yeah it's funny because. I did, you know, uh, and, and we've talked about that when, when Star Blazers and Force 5, all these Japanese shows came on over and,
2: you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, people tell me these, you know, titles and like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then I look at it and say, oh, OK, so that's not how I know that particular, you know, work.
0: Right. You know? And so, yeah, it was localized I, a little differently in the in the...
2: Like Gigantor this. is not meaningful to the Japanese.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. And and Grandizer Go. And it's really funny. My favorite part is when they when they brought them over, they didn't do new title cards. They just made the English in a darker bigger bolder font and there's oh, plastered it Japanese. over yeah <laughs> you know font oh
0: uh, that's how america does it baby we just get bigger <laughs> and bolder and just stamp it out that's all
1: but yeah that's a great thing about you know you coming up with your plex saying and our friends. so and you know look i don't mind paying for content I, and I, and i've i i won't forget this management's friend was over and 80s dance movies came up in conversation, and management was like, oh, it all started with Breakin', and this woman hadn't heard of Breakin', and it's like, you know, Breakin' to Electric Boogaloo, greatest name of any sequel ever.
0: Greatest punchline to any joke. Any joke. No
1: matter what. You know, uh, hands down, and now, uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, You know, the original, though, you know, Breakin'. Nowhere to be found. And we went everywhere, you know, to, to Apple TV, to Amazon, could not find it. And we called our friend, you know, called our friend Sully. It was up on his Plex site within 15 <laughs> minutes. And I, look, I would have paid 20 bucks to own that, you know. Yeah. And there were some names in it. Like there's some you imdb that movie. I mean, there was a reason they made a sequel. You know, know it did so well.
0: Somebody brought up on a podcast that I listened to about how made-for-TV movies from, like, the 80s and 70s kind of, you know, they just basically turned into the Lifetime Network. But those old movies that just, like, the movies of the week, there's nowhere to be – they're nowhere to be seen except on YouTube if somebody uploads them. So there should be, like – you wish there was, like, a channel that Mm -hmm. would, like – you know, curate all this stuff so you could, you know, just stream like you know,
1: non like the twenty four hour movie of the week. Right? Channel. No, I, dude, I'm surprised somebody. You know, I, there's got to be lots of rights things. Yeah, exactly. And, but but if you're a rights holder, look, we all know the 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 uh, the day after the boy in the plastic bubble. There's a handful of those absolutely iconic ones. Roots, Roots, but but ninety five percent of them air once, never right. seen again. So Stone pillow. What what do the rights holders really want for this? It's like right. let's see, we'll give you this bed and beyond coupon and fifty bucks. <laughs> I have a Casio and two dollars. You know, um, but it but it is it. You know that would be that would be brilliant. And one of the great things is the people who have all these VHS that somehow made it through all the improper storage and the moves, <laughs> the commercial. So when Joe sends me a link to the second annual MTV New Year's Eve party with Duran Duran. That was awesome. Management loved him. The commercials, though. Yeah. The commercials. They, they,
0: they're the
2: clear you know, winner. You know, when you say that, it's really too bad that I got, like, I have a bunch of these old Headbangers Balls episodes yes. recorded, But because, you know, I wanted to save space, I paused during the commercials and I feel like mm, Yeah, right, I, I right. had that
0: same short sight. <clears throat> at the at the time you thought you were a genius because right. it's like, hey man, you know, I'm I'm saving myself the hassle of pressing the FF button <laughs> for at least a, a second or two, you know. Um, you know
2: whereas on on the, on the other hand, when I was recording stuff in Japan to send to my friends. I was recording only the commercials because those were great. Uh, <laughs>
1: oh, no, but it's true. I mean that that was the old thing. The commercials around the world were always great, and you would have the biggest stars in the world flying over there. I, I just remember like Woody Allen always being the pretentious, you know, pricky is looking down at like commercialization, you know? and then it turns out like every year he would fly over to France. And Hold do, on,
0: like, let me get Mister Allen on the phone. <laughs> wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. He the he used to have a uh, do a commercial in Japan.
1: Well, that's that's what I'm saying because back then, the, you know, oh, I'm going to go make all this money in France. I'm going to go make all this money doing Japanese commercials, but then I'm going to be back here talking about how awful the industry is and commercialization yeah. and all that. Right, and they'll never be the wiser. Right. Yeah. The, the people never and, thought. And,
2: and you know what the most sacrilegious of the commercials that was? Um, Sean Connery was peddling Japanese whiskey.
1: Ooh.
2: Not it's Scotch. Like, wow! How dare you? Yeah,
1: he could have probably lost his knighthood if he had that.
2: So, <laughs> you
0: know, he deserves a slap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but the but the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, commercials are probably like just about the best. Oh yeah, they're the, ba- they're right. the
1: well, best. Uh, no, you you gave us a heads up a while ago. Uh, oh, a Blake and his knight, Men in Black, cool. not Will Smith, Tommy Lee. Jones. Oh, I'm
2: talking about the uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, those
1: were great. And,
2: well, and and not just that, like he. Just flip the whole story. They call him Jones and he's an alien. So in those commercials, he's the alien.
1: That's hysterical. Yes, right, right, right. Yes. Yes. I remember watching those now. And he did like. Yeah, those are good. Dozens of them, you know, it was he was it's the uh, for about 12 years, he was the <laughs> hey Vern guy for Japan,
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, the Ernest uh, P. World. Oh man,
1: we will do an Ernest P. Worrell side show. Oh god, I mean,
0: I don't, I'm not an Ernest aficionado, but the thing is, <laughs> w- w- you know, I will become one for this podcast.
1: You know, I'll, te- I'll tease a future sideshow. It, I used to see them only see them when i would go see my dad once a year in buffalo he was a local guy not local buffalo he would only he would he would do he would target local markets commercials nationally but for local markets so he was always whatever you know little soda here or whatever and it did it was a ground swelling there's a
0: 60 minutes piece with jim varney on like youtube that explains like how he got started and it also shows him like doing shakespeare you know? Yeah, right. And like, and, and, like, it's him recreating a scene from Hamlet, and then he turns to the camera and he goes, know what I mean? You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy was a Shakespearean-trained actor. Oh,
1: my God. Yeah, no, all, right. When, well, when you find out that some of these, like, hair metal bands, you know, all came out of, like, Berkeley yes. or, or like, well, Juilliard. 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 It's, like, yeah, there's yeah. so many of these. And, and the metal that they play, it's like three chords and loud and headbang. And I'm not talking the ones who are like these proficient, like, oh, my God, the virtuoso on it. And yeah. you're like, wait a minute, they spent
0: that, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. good for them. You got to be smart yeah. to be that yeah. good, you know,
2: um, sometimes. You know we, what? We could probably do a whole thing on like, you know, going from going, like there's like like the um the Energizer Battery guy, the Australian guy, Oi, you know? yeah. Jocko. Right. Roy Jocko <laughs> Roy. Right. Yeah, I remember him. Oh, you know all those you know these guys who just kind of had this moment of fame kind of a thing, right? Mm. You but, know, they that, Yahoo serious, Yahoo serious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it is true. It, it like you see because I I joke about it all the time. Like you know w- when you watch a TV show and some guy has like one line on like you know you know uh, Law and Order, Criminal Investigation. He got like three callbacks for that, you know. Yeah. And, and he he's an actor. He's doing off Broadway. He's taking classes. He's been grinding. And, and three auditions for this one.
0: I mean, it, it reminds me of the Weird Al song "Skipper Dan." It's, it's Skipper. Oh.
1: Do you know that Skipper Dan song? It's it's one of my favorite ones. It's not a hit. It's not, and it's not even a parody because is. it's not a parody. It's a, and it's it's an original, but it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's it's about the tour guide on the Jungle Cruise ride. And how he went <laughs> okay. he went to Juilliard and went all you know he should have listened to his dad by, to, and gone to business school instead. It's just a great, heartbreaking, awful, but wonderful song.
1: Ugh. And where the Jungle Cruise is my favorite ride at Disney, it one hundred percent is. There is no close second. And
0: I think that I think that song made that uh, movie with the the Rock happen. It pro- you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I literally would not be. No, surprised. No, I think it's Disney just trying to say, what other rides can we turn into movies? <laughs> is there a movie? Is there a movie about the line we, for <laughs> waiting for these rides?
1: Um, okay, we're gonna get into some good and some awful. Uh, I'm going to start with something awful because you brought it up. It wasn't going to be the first thing I was going to talk to. You mentioned 60 Minutes just now. 60 Minutes has been on the air for 50 years?
0: Oh, God, at least.
1: Yeah.
2: Maybe more, right? Yeah. The 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 most respected. Yes. They're prestigious.
0: They are, right? Right. Oh, sure. The most prestigious Mm. news program. They would never make any blunder. Wow. (laughs) Until now. I, I so I've uh, okay I guess that means Joe you take it over. Uh, I well I just saw the tweet this morning that 60 minutes is promoting Sunday night's episode with Ugh. an interview with Leslie Stahl interviewing the in your face tell you know tell her opinion like it is of Marjorie Taylor Green or her known by her nickname MTG. She's
1: just, you know, she doesn't care what you think. She doesn't care and the thing is I will never get over, and I've shown my boys that she came to prov- prominence. She came to prominence on the national news, well, not the national news, on the national stage, stage by chasing 17-year-old David Hogg down the streets of D.C. after he testified as Senate. He's 17 years old at the time.
0: Yeah, survivor of a
1: mass shooting at Parkland. And she is accosting him. And first of all, why didn't he have security? Why weren't there other people with him? But she chases him down the street for two city blocks, screaming at him that he has no right to try to take the guns, that it's your security guard's fault that your friends are dead. And it wasn't like somebody caught this on film. She was having it filmed. She had a film crew ready to ambush this kid he's a child and the survivor and that's how she came to prominence and just this past week here she is on the house floor ranting that 30 years ago Joe Biden took away their guns when she was when she was a junior in high school that he took away their guns and when a gunman came to their school that's why they weren't able to protect themselves it's, he was in prison 30 years ago. Checking my notes, maybe he was. You know, maybe he was. And the fact that nobody will stand up in her party and say, "You know what? Uh, I don't like Joe Biden either. These are the things I hate about him: Sleepy Joe, Hunter, all that stuff." But the fact that you're letting her go on C-SPAN,
0: yeah, there, nobody learns, nobody cares. And then, yeah, you're trying to defend the media. Because they get attacked by the right so much, but then at the same time, it's just like shit like this happens. It's like, guys, you know, I, we're, I, yeah. we're trying to maintain some sort of credibility and you know go to yeah. bat for you. You, you. Let's let's stick with the
1: journalism. I, I mean, the same week that all the the last two weeks, all the stuff that's coming out at Fox and how much Fox hated Trump and how much Fox knew that it, knew that that was all bullshit the, the, about
0: and the Dominion and the Dominion thing because
1: um, they got access to. Machines. All the text messages and the emails, the company emails. They all knew it was bullshit. They all knew, and and, but that's still Fox News. I mean, it doesn't make it okay. But this is Leslie Stahl on sixty minutes. It's at the same time. It's like
2: I I, I mean, the fact that she's interviewing him, I don't think it's necessarily that horrible. But the way they're because I saw the same tweet and think it's like, like it's like you know, MTG is not afraid to answer any questions or something like that. It It was something where it basically. It made her seem like this kind it, of this. It lionized organic, her in a way. Yeah, it's like, yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah. Or like mean, a maverick.
0: Like,
2: yeah, kind of like that. Uh, as, you know, when she's really just dumb as a doornail, right? I mean. Well, look, she's a crazy person.
1: A literal crazy person. I mean, well, this is a person who's a 9-11 truther who thinks things like Newtown and Parkland didn't happen. She's She has said that the, she's been on the forefront you know, before she became a congresswoman, saying that these are staged, that these are crisis actors, and now she's sitting on the homeland security. Thing. A person who doesn't believe nine eleven happened is she? She thinks that the, uh, well, we know, nine eleven happened. The towers went down, but she's one of those people that don't think anything hit the Pentagon. That that third plane is a lie and all this. Anyways, it, yeah, we,
0: but the, I, it, I think what yeah, the most uh, we don't know what the it, let's be fair, we haven't seen the interview yet. We don't know what the context is going to be. We don't know how Leslie Stahl will interview or how they're going to frame the questions, how they edit it. But the tweet alone, like you said, Biff, it seemed to promote yep. Marjorie Taylor Greene as some sort of like, John McCain Maverick that doesn't play by the typical party rules and she's gonna shake things up. Even even if they didn't intend it to be like that, they kind of made her sound sexy. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. Is is she that dumb or is this just a grift? And the people like the people who support her, are they home saying, Yeah, Biden took away her guns when she was a junior in high school? Yeah. And then and then you had um the both. The (laughs) other the other one, you know, um Boebert if you saw that clip this week, it's just an embarrassment. She, long story short, if you didn't see this, Biff, she, she had this gotcha, um, uh, Lauren Boebert, right? Lauren
2: Boebert, there was, are you talking about the, 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 he was talking about the provisions, right? uh, on the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And she's grilling this guy from DC saying that, oh, they tried to make peeing okay in D.C. and they repealed this law on how yeah, dare you. The public urination. Public, public urination. urination. Yeah, the public urination. And the guy's like, no, it's 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 against the law. And she kept asking, saying, he's like, no, but you voted to decriminalize it. And he's like, no, I, I actually didn't. We it's have evidence far. of this. And she kept going, and he's like, dude, no, you, that's not what the law. And, and, and he's trying to be polite, and I don't know why she's being hostile. This is her big gotcha moment.
0: Well, it, I mean, it, obviously, if you're a reporter in the, in that position, it pays to be the cooler head in the room. You know, it doesn't make like why lose your shit uh, when, when why talk crazy to a crazy person. No, you right. But but the thing is
1: that those are two powerful Congress people. But why are who, they powerful? Who could hold up the debt ceiling? Which again, you know, I. Why are they powerful? Because of who they are.
0: Because of the, the 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 crowd they draw.
1: Right. And it's a minority, but it's the loud minority. Yeah, you know. Um so let's it's
2: just it's just staggering how dumb the voters are in this country. It
1: it's it it, it literally it is scary. And the fact that they're trying to keep smart people from being able to vote, that's anyways. And
2: black people. Well, and, not I mean, not, not, oh,
0: yeah, whoa, whoa. Not uh, no. saying that black and smart are different. Just <laughs> all around, if you're black, they don't want you voting. Hi, I'm, my name or is Joe. <laughs> i uh, like to apologize. Um
1: <laughs> uh, and then so let's talk about the amazing news in the last what 48 hours that uh it had happened. It finally happened. He's finally been indicted. That there's actually criminal charges Also so fire. indicted
0: and he just can't hide
1: it. <laughs> Somebody did a couple songs. I've heard a couple songs, where. Uh, anyways, I'm yeah. not even going to try to break Sorry them down. No, thank you. Hold on, train back on the tracks, restart the <laughs> you engine. <have> derailed. <laughs> but uh, you but yeah, validate? he f- <laughs> get out. He finally has been indicted, and um, uh, where I did I'm gonna let well, you guys uh, talk uh, about he, it.
0: Oh yeah, biff yeah. Yes, you talk about the indictment, please, and give us all of your well, expertise. I mean,
2: look it's like anything right it's like people get indicted and we'll see what happens i mean is it meaningful if he just gets indicted and if he's you know if he's not found guilty i don't know like because like the others you know the people who support him don't give a crap right they only give a crap if you know if something actually happens that have consequences so right
0: yeah, I'm bummed that they're not going to put him in handcuffs, though. There's has no, has no that been decided? Walk. That's been kind of been decided. I heard on
1: at least the yeah. early reports. Well, so he, let's, 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 I know we don't want to talk about him that much. And we've been doing really good the last few months yeah, now, but yeah. this, this kind of have to. He, he says he wants to do the perp walk. He wants to be shown in handcuffs, which, you know, does he really? Or is that all, again, all bravado? Because he will grift off of that. I mean, if more people like, see how him as.
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, it's probably good for him, right, publicity-wise, to be in the handcuffs. It's something he could use for later, right? I mean.
1: So here's right? one of the big questions. Um, in the state of New York, um, headshots or mugshots are not public record. So we're not going to see the mugshot unless it gets leaked. Is there any chance it doesn't get leaked? And, and if that is a hairpiece that he has, you can't take your mugshot. With you know, with it's not the, a
0: hairpiece, it's a, just a really weird
1: ass comb over, all right? But, yeah, you know, it's gonna be interesting because I mean, that was a big thing when um, Phil Spector, you know, yeah, yeah, those were all wigs, baby. Yeah. Those are all wigs. So, so a couple of things a, a lot of people were saying, oh, this is gonna help them. It's like, you know,
2: also, did you know RuPaul, all wigs, too? All wigs,
1: Um uh, did wigs. you know that RuPaul? What? And I did not know this. I just found this out this week. Was the singer like early on, like he, you know, his 4A yeah. entertainment and a punk band? Oh, wow. You know, cool. Yeah.
0: Do you
2: know oh, Yeah. The, the whole punk rock. Like, he, and he was like one of those, like, weirdly super supportive punk rockers. So where super would just supportive. Go around, yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. Like to all the other. You hear all these. Yeah. No, I did Is not know. Is there nothing these, RuPaul yeah. can't do? No. He. Genius. Yeah. Genius. But um, but yeah, so I think, yeah, he'll get a little bump in the ratings now. But this is serious. Like, he he, he can have all the bravado. And the, the interesting thing about this case is that, first of all, of all the cases it went first, it's interesting that it's this one. Um, no matter what case went first, everybody, the sycophants, like, they're all lining up. They're all lining up, the Lindsey Grahams, everybody else, saying, this is a nothing burger. This is an accounting error. It's like, okay, stop. Michael Cohen went to jail for this. Michael Cohen not only went to prison, he went to federal prison. He wasn't charged on state level. He was charged by Donald J. Trump and uh, William Barr's Justice Department. William Barr could have stopped this prosecution at any time. Trump could have pardoned him at any time. And it's just great the fact that he didn't pardon him, and now it's come back to... It would have cost him nothing to pardon him, but then people were like, well, people would have said, oh, he's guilty. He's saving his own ass by pardoning him. Whatever reason he didn't pardon him has now come back. And the two best tweets so far is Stormy Daniel saying,
2: Stormy, yeah. <laughs> the I mean,
1: pussy is grabbed back. Uh, yeah. And the Central Park Five, karma. One word <laughs> tweet from the spokesperson of the Central Park Five. Karma.
0: Mm.
1: Um now, now this is the thing. All the shows I've been listening to and all the reading, everybody's been playing like reverse chicken to see who is going to go first. You know, was Georgia, was this. Now that somebody has actually indicted him, now that the the dam has burst, will the other indictments, will we see a January 6th thing? Will we see we know the rape charge, the rape trial can go forward. He's lost his last appeal on that. Um but is this is this the first? Will they let this one play out? Or while he's going through the process, will this will Georgia step forward? Will the January 6th step forward? Will the stolen document step forward? I mean,
2: yeah, I don't think the stolen document will only because that thing is unless un, unless they can find like actual evidence that thing got passed to the Russians or something like that. I I, I just think that that is. He's just a very extreme version of a lot of sloppiness. We're finding that, right? Biden had the same thing. And it doesn't really necessarily well, well, the you know, dif- surprise me. The difference The difference is this, Biff.
1: The archives knew for a year that he had documents he wasn't supposed to have. And they were trying to work with him. Here, Let's just round it out. Here's 100 documents that are missing that we think you might have. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, yeah. You know, we know you have them. Nope, nope, nope. You, and then, okay, we'll give these back. Here's every, And they sign an affidavit, you know, yeah, saying listen, this. No, no, no. Everything. I, yeah. So the I'm thing not, is. I'm not
2: questioning any of that, though. But I mean, just think about it in terms of, you know, it makes it so easy to say, well, you know, if Biden's, if, if, you know, Trump is guilty, so is Biden. You could, you could. Make that justification. Yeah, right. I know that's. I, I think. I think just the noise is just going to overwhelm
0: it. Yeah, you typically right. I mean, and I was talking about this with a friend of the podcast of ours, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, Trump's probably not going to get charged for something like that because if one side does get charged, then that opens it up for the other side to get charged. So it's kind of like, yeah, I guess the president is above the law right.
1: in a lot of cases.
2: Well, the rape is something else. I well, think the rape
1: mm, is yeah. more likely. Well, the, the right, but but. Uh, you I also don't have to build a case. I, I think something happens with the documents because, yes, there will be the what aboutism. There are people who believe that Marjorie Taylor Greene's had her guns taken away when she was a junior in high school. Her the dumb people are going to believe that. The big difference is the sloppiness of oh, look, I found these documents in my house. I'm going to notify that I have them. That's what Biden did. That was what Mike Pence did. With this, they're like, we know you have It's these. obstruction of justice. You know, yeah. yeah. We've got a- and, and and so that's why you look. Even if it's not the fact that. It's one of those things. It's always the cover up. Maybe you don't get busted for having these documents, but you get busted because you signed this affidavit, swearing that this was everything. So
0: we'll you know what? Maybe they're timing it to line up. With- well, you know,
2: now that you said you know cover up and whatever, you know, maybe uh, him and uh, Martha Stewart should uh, do a show. You he know, I, I look,
1: <laughs> look, as our good friend has always said, and he uses Martha Stewart. He uses Martha Stewart. As one of the examples, him and uh, the guy who I just mentioned, um, Phil Spector. Apologize. No, admit guilt. Apologize. Keep the money. If Phil Spector says, oh, my God, I was so high. I was drunk. This was horrible. I can't believe I did it. I took this woman's life. He never sees one night in the Bar Hotel. He's, he's old. He's rich. He's white. He has a history of being crazy, but he doesn't have a history of actually ever shooting somebody. And so... He gets sued out the yin yang, which he did anyways. But he never same thing with Martha Stewart's. Like, oh my god, I panicked. I made a bad decision. I'm so sorry I did this. She pays back the 100000 dollars that she, you know, right. saved.
0: That's a minute of her of her revenue.
1: Pays a fine on top of that, <laughs> you know, and and literally. Never sees a day in jail. So the same thing with with any of this stuff. If he ever once said, oh, my God, I'll, I can't believe we still have that. My bad. Please come and take these. But but it's going to be interesting to see if Merrick Garland steps up because I think the next thing is Georgia. I think the, the thing in Georgia is real. I mean, we've all heard the tapes like he you know, they're they're all right. on yeah. record. This isn't a he said, she said. He calls and specifically says,
0: find me twenty eight thousand
1: more votes. Yeah, so so we'll see, so now this podcast drops on Monday. He's supposed to turn himself in on Tuesday. Now that the two rumors are, is he going to show up? Is he going to actually get on a plane and fly and turn himself in on Tuesday and
0: then fly back out? No, because all he has to do is just go up to a stand and go not guilty. But,
1: but but the whole the whole thing has been brewing is Ron DeSantis has said, yeah, he won't extradite him if he refuses to go. So so how many times has his lawyers negotiated something and then him throw it out in the ninth hour? So if he doesn't come up, Ron DeSantis is now trying to buddy up with his supporters by saying, oh, I will not let them extradite you know a florida citizen it's like oh
2: but i mean i mean even i don't i think he, that's the smart political move, right i mean that's what you do right for him because then because not because it's more important for him to you know make him appear as he's essentially going to screw over the you know the political left that's you know creating this you know you know nothing burger right that's that's his narrative right so he's got to further that narrative right He there's just no way he can you know
0: yeah i guess so yeah that. yeah
2: i mean
1: and do we think anything happens with his? Will there be a big turnout? Will his supporters show up? Will there be protest?
2: I you know at least as much as they did in Waco. I mean,
0: I don't think. Um, I don't know. No, this one's a little milder. You know, this one isn't like him drumming up the fervor of "Take your country back." You know, let's all meet at uh, the Capitol on the day that they're going to ratify the election
1: now. I don't know how deeply you guys have followed this. Was this a smoke show? Was this gamesmanship on the on the uh, prosecutor's part? So it was a week ago Thursday. It was a week ago Thursday that everybody thought that this indictment was going to happen. The the news was breaking, rumors were coming out of the grand jury room that yeah, they found this guilty. And I remember Al Franken had hosted the, the uh, Daily Show that week. And on Wednesday, he's like, if they don't indict him tomorrow, I'm hosting this. I will never forgive, you know, because uh, he, he didn't want to miss out on it. Nothing happens. Like, nothing yeah. happens. So Monday rolls around. Nothing. Tuesday rolls around. Nothing. Wednesday rolls around. And they make the announcement that the grand jury is going to take a break for a month. They're going to adjourn <laughs> for a month. And dipshit, if it, if it was bait, took the bait and he tweets out, they found nothing. I love this grand jury. They saw that this was all political. They saw all through this. I love them. They're awesome. The next day. like So so, <laughs> so they did. They made a big thing saying, oh, this grand jury is taking a break for a month. And everyone's like, wait, what? The, no, just, just a week ago, the indictments were going uh, imminent. Even... So two two Thursdays ago, Trump had tweeted out, they're going to arrest me on Tuesday. You know, I'm going to get arrested on Tuesday. Nothing happens on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, oh, we're going, we went from the rumors to him saying he's getting arrested to Wednesday, the announcing that they're taking a break. And I was so pissed. <laughs> and then, and nothing happened on Thursday till the end of the day. And so I'm like, did they, mm. you know, I don't, I don't know the gamesmanship and I guess What's going to be interesting? The indictment's not going to be unsealed till next Tuesday. But uh, hush, hush, keep it down. Down voices carry. Um, <laughs>
2: shut up till Tuesday. Uh, thank you. No, I, I ran into Amy Mann at the airport once with uh, what's this say, uh, uh, whatever. Sean Penn's brother. Oh, that's right? awesome. I think they're a couple. I think they're a couple.
1: Uh, that song, by the way, was about Trent Reznor. Oh yeah, they 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 were an item back then. I Anyways, that, yeah. I have derailed. Again, so so <laughs> so it's going to be interesting because I guess there's some 20 different charges. So we don't know if it's just about this or if this is the it, attention. I you know identity.
2: what would be awesome? You know what would be awesome? You know what I really want to see? Public urination.
0: <laughs> the, the 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 game. I'll show, show you, public the ur- game public show
2: fi- urination. I want public urination as one of the charges.
0: The game show fan in me is just picturing a big press your luck board, <laughs> and every one of the <laughs> tiles has a different charge. And it's just like you know, which one is it? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. oh, we got the whammy. No charges. We are... <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, so where are you, you know what? Uh, that brings us right into. Self-indulgent theater, and I talked to Joe about this. I don't know, yeah, about the uh, the heckler slash person who went up at stand-up the other day. Oh, right. Should I just play this? I don't know. You, you Listen, you, rec- you, you,
0: you want to uh, play a recording of somebody uh, uh, who you didn't get there.
1: I'm playing it, but do I want to talk about it first or just play it now?
0: Uh, you want to yeah, shoot me now or wait till you get home, kind of thing. I, don't know. I, I wish we could play
1: it on that. You know, while we're oh, right. recording yeah. that. I mean, I have it on this, but either way, I'm using that
2: for sales, yeah, yeah. So right. I don't think it works.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think that. I think if we talk about it less. It's harder for you to get sued. <laughs> <I'm> t- <laughs> I I have no
0: comment on the matter, <laughs> except don't play it. But anyways,
1: <laughs> 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 I don't care. What do they would do yeah. Well, okay. Let us let, let, throw it out there. Let's talk to Biff about this. So I'm doing an open mic at this place.
2: I S- thought I said don't talk about it. Sp-
1: small room. And he can't shut up! No, no, he's, no. I want your opinion on this. He's
2: like the criminal that won't shut up. Right. All right. I'm playing it. <laughs> I tried to get feedback, but I'm just gonna roll with it. Okay. No. I mean, I'm saying that if you're gonna, you're gonna, I knew you're gonna play it anyway. You might as well provide as little context as possible. I I don't know,
0: this is is stupid Listen, if you play something, you have to frame it Right, so uh, Fucking frame the goddamn piece
1: A woman came into the open mic Was heckling everybody Was being a real a-hole Being a real a-hole And it was in the back of this Irish bar In the small room There's like 15 sub-people She kept going back and forth, back and forth And At one point, you know, she said she was gonna go up And The open mic's about over and people are starting to get ready to go. And half the room was like, let's sneak out before she gets back in here. And the other half, which I was part of, is like, no. I want to watch this train wreck happen. Yeah. And then she staggers back in and starts her set. And I wish i recorded the whole thing talking about how she's not really a stand-up. She's never did this, but she's funnier than everybody in this room. Um, she's done routines at her friend's houses during the parties and everybody tells her how funny she is and then goes on to tell this story uh, uh and she was introduced by her request as the class clown of arlington high of 1990
2: mm-hmm.
1: and dane cook graduated arlington high in 1990 but she is funnier than him and yeah and but was, to
2: be fair dane cook's not that funny
1: you know, <laughs> that's like one of those like carrot top things. There are some people who. Like,
2: well, I think carrot top is hilarious. Well,
1: that's what I mean. And then there are some people who absolutely shit on him like no, there's no tomorrow.
0: I guess this is sort of the equivalent, the audio equivalent of somebody posting something on TikTok or YouTube. Just kind of like or like a Karen video, you know. Right. Right. This is an audio Karen video.
1: If you, if you will, and and, and, and uh, what a Karen! Uh, you know, I won't use your real name, and I won't say where it was. Right. So you know, if if they ever hear this podcast, oh, we're reaching a wider audience. Lives, <laughs> so kudos for us, right?
0: Uh, so here it is your your comedy Karen of the week. Um, opened up in the Boston Garden, and I came out
3: of the elevator, and I
1: was like, "Hey, look at me." I graduated with you, class of 1990,
2: let me in your suite. He was like, I don't know anything about you. I was like, no, you know who I am. I graduated high school with you. No, no, I don't know you. I was like, yes, you do. You just don't want to invite me in your suite you know I'm funnier than you because I
3: got class clown and you didn't. And he was like, no, 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 no. I was like, oh, okay. That's how we're gonna roll with this party right now. Anyways, that's how that night folded out. I've
2: played many, I mean, I've never done any of these like overnight like things, but I've played many uh, parties of being a comic. But tonight
3: I am going to introduce you to my best friend. Who's way funnier than I am, baby.
1: She's <laughs> the class clown. Kick that cancel gas ass. No, definitely
2: didn't kick anyone. Oh, so What's his name again? He's well, so good. Oh. Uh, Anyone else hard? Dane Cook was his name. Dane Cook. Dane Cook was his name. Dane Cook was his name. And he used the butt plugs
3: that were all
2: over
1: the floor tonight.
2: Listen to the duck team.
1: If I didn't stop drinking drink years drink. ago, I
2: would have now. Don't give it to you,
3: baby. She also struck me. You're all barred. Some days, some days. That's all you with the butt plugs in the. Don't give up. No way. The jambo must yeah.
2: continue. So, Thank you very much. give <laughs> <laughs> right okay. it up. Yeah. The last cloud of 1990. Yeah. Yeah. All performers are invited to clear the stage. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Down with this structure. Oh, right. This is a wonderful guy. Big parts as yet. Please stand by for further
2: details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.
1: So, lots of video game news to get into now. Uh, my little guy, the youngest one, who I cannot believe is 30 days away from being a teenager. It's like, oh, I'm just going to have to drop him off at the the fire station. I, I think that's the cutoff in Massachusetts. He's 13. But, anyways, His life has become football. And by football, I mean, you know, the football and the rest of the world. Yes, he does not like the other word. Um, But he's been playing FIFA a lot. And it's really kind of awesome because he really took the time to put himself on Manchester United. Mm. Like his number... You know I I remember and then I'm surprised you still can't do. Are there any games you can put your own faces into the game?
0: There used to be able to, like I remember when like the Nintendo 64 first came out like they had like oh. weird like games where you could like, I, I guess it was like a camera attachment and you could take a picture of yourself and then paste it like the like early PC games like I remember like the early and like NHL 2000 or something like yeah. you could take a video or picture of your face and put your face on because I know the I,
1: somebody it was uh, you know uh, Wacy Urich you know who you know lived with us for a while he played an entire season like I, you know they had an entire 80 game four rounds of the playoff season and a game was like 15 minutes long 10 15 yeah. minutes long but it was great it was his face on the player right but but my little guy did he you know he, he put himself in the game and it's cool because if 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 you have the game on pause, it kind of goes into screensaver modes, and it shows highlights from the last game that you played, and then, like, a new scroll of what happened. And it's just great to see, like, you know, he scored a hat trick, and this, and that. He has long hair in the game, but they won't let him have, like, the characters don't have his long hair. It's like he's Uh, long, blonde, like, shoulder length, you know, stuff. No, uh,
0: it's not like Fallout 4, like, level of detail, or Red Dead Redemption. Right, (laughs) right,
2: right.
1: We can shave.
2: Now, th- now, Ted Lasso is is this the one like Ted Lasso's actually in the. Uh, yes, in this game? yes, That's, it is. Right? Because I saw that. Did you see that thing where he was talking about how his kid, you know, saw Ted Lasso and they said, Why are you in my game? And then, Why do you look so angry? <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, the,
1: uh, the whole you can be different players from, um, you can play as that team, you yeah. can, but they're. Roy Kent. You can be Roy Kent. And, and I've seen, like, Brett Goldstein talk about playing his nephew um, as his character. And, and he's like, there's nothing better than scoring a goal as Roy Kent on your 12-year-old <laughs> nephew. Um, no, it's it's great. It, it really is. I, I was excited about that. I was literally excited that, oh, great, AFC Richmond is actually in the game. I haven't watched the
0: new season yet.
1: Uh, I, I, Where Management is away for eight days, so... You know, I'm looking forward to to looking. We haven't even started yet. And I'm debating, like, do I just wait to the end of the season and watch it through? Do we watch it? You know, I I just don't want any too many spoilers. So we'll probably start watching it with like a few episodes left. At the same time, I'm so nervous because I just loved season one. Season one was my favorite episode of TV ever. Right up until season two, and when you touch the sun with that, and it's like, oh,
0: yeah, but then you got to see how if there's, you know, what's oh, who's the character that turned it, Nate. Nate. So, well, Nate, Nate. So Nate, yeah, you got to see how Nate the Great becomes like the Darth Vader of, yeah, you know,
1: and, and I, I, you know what, I think I'm gonna. Write out what I think happens this season and see how close I come, you know, to the end.
0: Ted Lasso fan fiction. Yeah, you know, I,
1: I, there's so much of that out there. Like, if oh, you yes. follow on Twitter, it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> so it turns out, uh, Biff, and, and Joe knows this very well because Joe has, a, has, a, has okay. seen me go through rehab a couple times. I am the equivalent of alcoholic when it comes to video games. Like okay. specific video, games. specific video games. Like I can go the first time Joe saw this and, and we're just going to call Joe, you know, call him out for what he is. An enabler. Um, I hadn't played video games in a very long time in 98, 99. Joe shows up in L.A. and puts Qbert on my work computer. Right. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah, the, the,
0: the MAME arcade emulator on PCs was coming up at the time. And I did recently discovered it through our friend of the podcast, Peter. Like he gave me a MAME CD with like all the old school arcade games on it. And so I copied that and I put that on Jacques' work computer in LA. And because he, he was like, you know, trying to get Jacques to like anything that I like that isn't, you know, um, <laughs> that isn't comedy is kind of a struggle. So, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, you know, let's play this game. Is remember, remember Qbert? Hey, remember Qbert? And then like <laughs> the next day he um, he admonishes me for putting it on there because like, dude, I I haven't gotten any work done in the past 24 hours. I rotated the keyboard because Qbert's, um, if you remember, Qbert's <laughs> joystick function was diagonal instead of the up down left right. It was more of like diagonally oriented. So you would to become better at Qbert, you tilted your keyboard to orient the arrow keys so that you could play better. <laughs> and oh my God, I created a monster.
1: It was, I mean, I, I would stay after work, and it's like, oh, my God, is the sun coming up? I have to go home, shower, get clothes, and come back. So I, I you know, I I love me the, the the Batman Arkham games, and I like me the yeah. Resident Evil, but, you know, I, I, I'll i go months, years, without playing any game at all. Like, just know it. Like, I'm watching Squishy, you know, play FIFA. I'm like, oh, my God, that's great. That looks like a lot of fun. My other guy plays some cool games, and sometimes, you know, he likes if I sit in the room, like, like. Like any kid would like you to watch them play you know junior high basketball to Try. come watch me play Don't Star for an hour. But when a new Resident Evil game comes out,
0: which is now annually,
1: it is now annually,
0: like Star Wars
1: <laughs> Now, what they do, biff, is th- there's uh, there's maybe thirty games in the whole franchise, but there's like eight main games, and what they've done over the past five, six years is six comes out. And then you know the technology has gone from PS3 to PS4. Why don't we re put out two? And it's 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 the same right. game, but with you know 20 years better processing speed and graphics and,
0: and gameplay and, and mechanics and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and then, like just quality of life improvements.
1: And then next year, like, you know, Resident Evil eight comes out. And then the following year, oh, let's redo Resident Evil Four. And now and the, yeah, so that's what just came out is Resident Evil Four.
0: Which by by the way is considered by many Resident Evil fans to be the best of the, the games. Four is. Yeah, and you so now what? this is like I guess I think it's being well received. Right? Oh,
1: it, so Resident Evil Four, and like you said, like our friend who's been on the podcast, who is he knows as much about Resident Evil as I do. Like you know, Batman or Star Wars. His son is named after the main protagonist and in, in the whole franchise, um, Albert Wesker. Yeah, his Wesker. name is Wesker. Yeah. His son. And Joe found this great like panel discussion with these experts like a year ago. It was a two-hour breakdown of game-to-game. All of them. They ranked them. All of them had four, either one, two, or three. And then just you know, on the Oculus, last year Resident Evil 4 came out on the Oculus, and it was considered the greatest video game the Oculus has ever put out. Not horror game, not Resident Evil game, the best game. So it came out. My son's playing it. And I'm like, fine. I'll go through it. I I, I liked four. I didn't love it because it was still tankish controllers.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it, uh, no, Resident Evil four is when they broke tank controls. That became like the oh, the third person over the shoulder. Right,
1: but it wasn't. I jumped on the Resident Evil bandwagon with five. Right, and by from four to five, the controllers got so much better. Mm-hmm. It was it was night and day better. So when I went back to play four, I liked it. It's a great story. It's a great story. Uh, but yeah, it's great, and it's so great that. I'm just telling you, because it's like the weekend, and, and I can't play the game at all because, you know, that's the kid's weekend time. There's and only then,
0: one PS5 so and, far. And there's only
1: one PS5 so far. <laughs> the other day, it was everything I could do. I had to run to them all. Oh, no. And I'm like, dude, what? They're sitting
0: right there Are now. Are you
1: really going to just do that? Sitting, you... It's like
0: a $600 system. Because, but They're yeah,
1: available. They're available. You know, But if you get the, you know, you can get the 350 version, I think there's a 350 or four oh, wow. okay. version,
0: like a plain kind of bare yeah. one. Yeah, it's
1: just bare bone ones. And I'm thinking, yeah, but I would then have to get a cheap $125 like TV <laughs> and, and put it out in the clubhouse because there's no way I can tell management there's two right. PS5s. Yeah. In the house. <laughs>
0: Why are you in your car so often? (laughs) Why is this extension cord running to the car?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go practice stand up in the clubhouse for the next day.
0: Right. And if you hear me screaming at the top of my lungs, it's me doing my act. Oh, but but
1: yeah. Between uh the little guy putting himself in fever and it's practicing my (laughs) stand-up. Yeah, it takes a lot of practice. And the thing is, I'm talking to Joe about this the other day, and he's one of only two or three people who really get it. Like, I'm going to do an open mic. And in my head, I'm trying to get ready for the set I'm going to do. And I'm like, oh, man, at that last level, I could not find that last key <laughs> that, that unlocks this. And I'm going to have to backtrack. And I'm doing the whole math of, like, how much time I'm going to have to go back. And then I'm like, oh, but it's now Friday night. I'm not going to be able to do this till Monday afternoon. And, and, and just the whole unravel, like, the time. Do you
0: find yourself scratching your neck in yes. between? Yes.
1: Like, I, I literally have... I I have an addiction problem, yeah. you know. No, I mean, uh, I, I, it used I, to be breasts.
0: <laughs> I know? used to think foolishly that video games were not an addiction. Uh, they are, they are. They they release uh, dopamines.
1: Oh, one
2: hundred percent. Yeah, I get it. Oh. Yeah, back back when I used to play, like Resident Evil was my, you know, like especially the first two. Yeah, and then and then after that, I kind of quit because what happened? I think what happened was that I couldn't stop. I couldn't play anymore because I was so busy with Y two K, and then I never picked it up after that because i think is that about when resident yes yes 100 yeah right and management
1: management loves it like there there are times when you know the different games come out she loves the puzzle solving process of it like Mm -hmm. i like and and there's been times when i'm like all right just hand her the controller so she can figure it because i will get frustrated you know i'm not saying i've ever thrown a broken controller I'm not saying.
0: <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, I, I never say I've bitten a controller once.
1: But I have.
0: I, as a kid, I remember just going like, ah, just like so uh, fucking mad that I couldn't. Like, you know, I'm so, I spent three hours on Mario 3 and I can't oh. finish this fucking game because of this fucking one level. I'm just like, oh, ah, I can't throw the controller because then my dad will get mad that <laughs> <laughs> I broke the TV from throwing the controller. So. I'm not going to go outside and exercise and vent this energy. So
1: no. <laughs> and you didn't have a younger brother to go beat the shit. I had out a of. younger
0: sister, and I'm not going to hit a girl.
1: No, no. Plus, my money's uh, she on her. Would have taken she, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, to the Portuguese women. Whew, yes. Don't don't. Do you know. No, do not f with them. No, no. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so that's it. Uh, sports. Um. Uh, hey, Joe brought something up. Uh. You know about the uh, hockey night in Canada that I thought you would uh, you like to chat about, Biff.
0: (laughs) The only thing that I really watch with sports now is Real Sports on HBO, and it's a monthly, you know, Real Sports, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, a a monthly thing. Yeah, long running show. It's great. It's a great show. Um, you know, they had a lot of emotional stories this week, and but one of them was like the you know they usually cap it with a feel good story, and this one was about uh, Hanarian Singh. Do you know Hanarian Singh?
2: Is um I, I is that the guy that does the uh the Indian broadcast for Hockey Canada? Yeah,
0: he's the pun, uh, Punjabi
2: Punjabi guy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So now he's doing the English broadcast as well. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he right he he became known as like the, the right. he came to prominence yeah. with like the yeah. I think when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup, um, he had a call that went viral. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bonito is it, it been, What's his name? Bonito or Bolito? What the Benino. fuck is it? Bonino.
2: A, yeah, Nick, probably Nick
0: Bonino. Yeah, right? Bonino, yeah. Bonino, Benino. He had a call that yeah. just went viral yeah. where he just kept repeating yeah. his name over and what over. Year, again. What year is that,
1: Biff? I
2: think that's. I think that was twenty seventeen. Yeah, something okay, like that. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, yeah, he, they just made a. a it, it was a follow up story yeah. to, They already did a, like a piece on him being the Punjabi, you know, yeah. uh, call but, uh, the play the play caller, announcer for uh, Hockey Night in Canada. But now he's he's he's, you know. The I guess calling games in English, and it was great. It was just like, uh, you know, he's like, he's you know, he talked about like the racism that he gets from yeah. some fans. You know, what? yeah, you know, t- no. shave shave that terrorist beard and get the fuck out of our country, kind of thing. Um, Wait.
1: He's not broadcasting
0: America, right? Did, 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 did we did we export racism? They might have been playing an American team that okay, night, right, and yeah, some no. American fans might have leaked in. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, Canada Cannon, is pretty racist. Yeah, too. exactly. So, but again, that didn't. Uh, kudos to Hockey Nine in Canada yes. to like bump them up, uh, so to speak. One hundred percent. Yes, you know, and but it was great because he's he was also showing the interviewer like his card of. Because he's you know used to calling in Punjabi, but now he's doing more English, and he has to kind of re reset his brain to like call games in English versus Punjabi, and he's got this cheat sheet of car of um, like typical English phrases, right. you know, like okay. different ways of saying like you know the guy got hit or he or the guy passed the puck, you know, but like just different things, and then one of the phrases that he had to modify was. Um, um he he lost his bacon is that the word? like something right is that the, the ba- you lose your bacon? bring home the bacon or something but, like that. but he can't yeah. yeah but he's a vegetarian so <laughs> he had to like swap it out with another word which i can't remember because i'm not that smart and i just saw it this morning but i just i mentioned it to you in passing i didn't really mean to talk about it on the podcast.
1: no i think it's great i mean i thought you do you ever watch hockey night in canada through any of your feeds do you get any of the well, games yeah i
2: mean they, yeah typically uh typically like the you know the the saturday games i watch the, the hockey night in canada feed if it's not blocked out by the NHL network, yeah.
1: Is he doing the radio or the TV? TV. He is doing the TV. That's yeah. that, that's a huge promotion. Yeah. Like, Hockey Night in Canada. Well, he was
2: doing the TV
0: call into Mojave as well.
1: I don't know if it still is, but Hockey Night in Canada forever was the highest rated show yeah. in Canada. Yeah. And, it's, and maybe it still is, right. so that's fantastic. I don't think
0: Dancing with the Stars made it up there to it off. No. <laughs> you know, Are you saying Canadians can't dance? I'm not saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that that Saturday
2: Saturday night eight o'clock slot is still still a monster. Yeah. So he might not have the main game, right? Because what's gonna happen is is they, there's the main game, right? But then they're gonna have the regionals are gonna get the like so if if let's say if you know Toronto, Montreal might be the, the showcase game, right? But Then, if Ottawa's playing at home at eight o'clock, then you know th- that market might get Ottawa. I think that's the way it kind of
1: works. Is but it like the happens. NFL does here? Like, if, if the pretty Patriots much, yeah, are playing, much, yeah. but if they don't pretty sell much, out, yeah. you'll get somebody else's market game. And so, okay, interesting, but still great for them.
0: And he was telling his story about how when he was given the job, um, with Hockey Night Canada originally, like they're just a Punjabi, yeah. um, calling, uh, job, he didn't want, he, he so landed his dream job in his mind that he, and he was such a nice, like kind of humble guy. Like he didn't want to even ask for travel expenses. He flew himself out. He rented his own car. He would call the game. He would uh, rent a car, you know, to go back to the airport, find a bench to sleep on, oh. put his luggage between his legs so it wouldn't get stolen and then get
1: on the next flight. What an amazing story. Seriously. You know? That, that's, that's absolutely great. Um Sticking with hockey, uh checking notes no nope. no Stanley Cups have been won in March well not in <laughs> um, and and oh, not not in April not since uh, they used to play for the cup in April but that's like 50s and stuff like that when it was more and of probably, a seasonal thing i
2: mean it's well shorter shorter season and it's shorter playoffs right
1: but now, yeah it used to be well 16. She you could only have the two now rounds. they play them in august right yeah. like isn't it like <laughs> it's like mid late june now yeah. that said the bruins did break their team record Which, when you you think you broke the record for most points in a season for your franchise and you've been around since 1924, that's pretty damn impressive. As you would say, and it's
0: appropriate here, take a skate around. Yeah.
2: To be fair, it's because it's the Bruins. Now, if the Rangers beat their own franchise record. eh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I mean, any of those teams that have just, I mean, and they think like the 1971 Bruins at the time, broke every record. Like, there was not a record for, you know, most wins, most wins in a row, like, Wait, point difference. the Stanley
2: Cup in 71? Did they win the Stanley Cup in
1: 71? No, and, that's, and that, that's why history, like, I'm not, like, as we're getting closer to the playoffs, I'm getting less interested, because, like, my, <laughs> my, like, like the defenses are starting to go around my heart to yeah. make sure that, you know, because... Well, now you can focus on the Red Sox. You know, they stunk. Oh. So, well I I could focus on the Red Sox because they're supposed to stink and if they stink it's like yes it's supposed to stink they they're supposed to they're projected to be four games under and I only know this cuz when I listen to the Bruins uh, like in between the periods like they do these news updates and everything like that but anyways um yeah no
2: uh, I I do have one more hockey content that I yeah, want to please. plug which is which is uh there's a guy named Jeff Skinner you may have heard of him he Skinner! was in about- well, yeah, so he was actually uh, kind of a, a hot rookie, and, you know, now, you know, he's now with the Sabres. Um, he has this thing called Between Two Stalls, which is basically, you know, <laughs> Between Two Ferns, and it's actually pretty funny. So you should catch a couple of those episodes, because, you know, Between Two Stalls with Jeff Skinner. It's- Interesting. Now so you're, you're talking
1: few... the, the stalls where a player is, not the brothers in the NHL, the, brothers, the Stall Brothers, so not, brothers. Not, okay. not, not
2: not not the gay-hating brothers.
1: No. Oh, are they? That's awful.
2: Oh, oh my god! So that. two two Stall Brothers, right, on the same Florida team, refused to wear the Pride jersey on Pride night.
1: Oh, pieces. I did hear that. I think. Gosh, I want to say I don't want to say the wrong team, but. The goalie for San Jose Sharks. San Jose,
2: James Reimer, right? You know, you know to, do, and, uh, what the fuck? You know, it is what I it was, is. Yeah, it started with the guy named Ivan Provorov for the uh, Flyers who claimed that he'll be persecuted in, you know, Russia and it's against his whatever kind of sh- – whatever. Mm. BS, right? But that pretty much opened the door because they excused him and then – Whatever, whatever.
1: So now you know that opens the gateway to what I'm watching on TV, which is interesting. I'm watching Perry Mason
2: Um, on HBO. It's like
1: last season. I liked it. I really loved it last season. It was it was some tough watches. It's reimagined, obviously. It takes place in the mid 30s. I think the original Perry Mason was in real time in like the late 50s. 50s, What's really interesting is yeah totally embracing the lgbtia plus community for the time you know there's a couple characters in there um there's two characters in there where it's the same roles but they're different like you know reimagine so perry mason's partner you know and, and the tv show was his secretary here they're on equal footing and they have a secretary uh but she's gay And, of course, Gay 1930, so it's not out. But it's a great storyline. And it's funny because one of the people who works in the prosecutor's office is a gay guy. And they have to go to events together all the time as a couple. Ah. (laughs) And their their relationship is fantastic. You know, I mean, she says something clever and woody a few episodes ago. And he's like, you might actually be my perfect woman. She's like. Clark Gable's your perfect woman, uh-huh. you know. But it's funny that here these guys in the NHL are like that, but here's this reimagined show where you know one of the detect like I oh I wish I could remember Perry Mason's um, I don't know. I detective. Oh, the, the show was great, and it's, um, and and he. Uh, I
0: mean Raymond Burr is famously gay.
1: Right, right, but that's that's you know, but but in these characters, you know, and, and the detective now is what's amazing is. I love old Hollywood, like the history of it and how it looked, dude. It's amazing what you can do now to make it look Other like. For,
0: yeah, you can CG the shit out of
2: stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Y- yeah. Y- you know, there's these shanty villages that were all around LA. I mean, LA was the, sh- the shithole of the shitholes for. Well, it still is, but uh, mm-hmm. but you know, these shanty towns and stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, and and they. Well,
2: I mean, to be fair, like Hollywood and Vine is so cleaned up now. Oh. So.
1: Well, it's, it's like times square like times square what times square is now in
0: 1977 oh boy wow what? even, even later, in 1985 even, yeah yeah
1: it was yeah. it wasn't until the mid 90s that it really and started it wasn't until
0: giuliani bust out all giuliani, the homeless people yeah people <sighs> yeah and brought in all brought in disney you know disney
2: i remember when yeah when i first whatever happened my, to him <laughs> <America's> <laughs> yeah, i landed mayor. at my parents uh how uh, i visited my parents in like 1985 or 86 and uh took the shuttle to uh, like a Hilton on like 53rd and 8th or whatever. And literally about a hundred yards from getting off that bus and walking towards my, you know, parents' uh, apartment, I see, you know, this dude just kind of running and this lady goes, catch him. He's got my purse. Oh jeez. Within, within the, like the first three minutes of being in New York City, I'm thinking, yeah, that's, that's, I remember that. That's what I heard about this place. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, but but uh, but it is it's amazing to see like and they and then they weave in all the stories that happened at the time when, you know, they would the, the city would just take over property by eminent domain and pave it over. And fun, funny enough, it usually was the immigrant cities or the poor cities oh, do and, tell. Uh, or them their folk live that we could just watch
0: the New York documentary that. uh uh Ken Burns brother did back in the 2000s oh. for PBS. It's like a, a really great eight-part like series on the history of New York and it actually ex- it debuted right before 9/11. Oh, and interesting. And then they did a 9/11 wow. episode. They did a World Trade Center wow. episode, like the building of the building and then obviously wow. what happened. And it was just it's compelling but like they talk about, you know, how, you know, Greenwich Village, I think it was Greenwich Village that fought back against the um the 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 the, the highway Right uh, program, they were just like there was this guy Moses, I forget his last name, but uh, never drove a car, but he was the director of transportation or whatever in New York, and he was all about building these goddamn highways. You know, there was and a... destroying cities, or uh, uh, sorry, destroying you know uh, neighborhoods.
1: You know, I'll post it. I'll do a little research. Cause I wish I remember the name of, it, but Alec Baldwin did a movie a couple of years ago about the guy who literally strong armed everybody everybody on the political side on the public he's the one who built all the bridges connecting you know Manhattan to the other boroughs the same guy. and it, it it's unbelievable look it, it's like manifest destiny well you what a nice spin on genocide of Native American. But, but back to the Perry Mason thing. Yeah, it's interesting how how right they got that they've woven woven into what actually was happening, and it, it's just great. And you know, our our good friend Al. Uh, who's been on Powercast, Al the Tory Man, who's now Al the Actor and killing it. He's done a lot of episodes of nice. Perry Mason. He sent me some pictures, and I, I'd I'd have to ask if I can post them. I I guess I can post him. Oh, those you have- ask
0: people if they can. You can post pictures of them on the internet. <laughs> how, how nice of you! It's good when you get their consent before you post. Unknowingly, they're posting the pictures on the internet. You done. Yeah, I think uh, okay. I mean, is that uh,
2: what you call, a call? Is that, it's called a callback. Is that
1: what you call it? Uh, well, I guess so. A callback to an earlier discussion that wasn't recorded, but yes. But he, um, but he, no, he's done some extra work on that show, and he looks like he fell out of 1936 in the outfits he's in. He's a good-looking, distinguished guy. That like, yeah, I can see him in a you know in a courtroom and, and all this stuff. And he was well, born older. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> I say you were born older. Um, so that's what I'm watching. What are you clowns watching?
2: Yeah, Biff, What are you watching? You know what? I have to resume it, but have you guys seen the uh, PBS documentary "Fight the Power"? No. On the origins of like you know rap music. Oh. I mean, it's really, really intriguing in terms of you you kind of see the you know you know kind of how it kind of how the music morphed into rap music and the origins of it, but there's a whole lot of that the, the kind of the background of. This is the shit that was going on in New York at the time. And, and there's the, the, that whole thing is just freaking amazing. Yeah, there's a similar one that came out
0: of, sorry, but there's a similar one that came out years ago, not too long ago, called Hip Hop Revolution. And I want to okay. say it's almost yeah. the same kind of thing where they go through yeah. the different iterations
1: of yeah. of hip yeah. hop. Is that the net the Netflix I one? I think so. Yeah, because the Netflix one had all the guys in it. it yeah, it's like right. they who had the, were know, there? Five Freddy right, that shit, right. You know. and, and, and the yeah. funny thing is, it's like you know, and Biff, you probably know this is a pretty good trivia question. Um, Joe, what is the first rap song that charted in the top forty?
0: Um, I mean. I want to say Maybe. it was rappers. Delight, walk this way, right? But it probably. was wa- probably no. walk this way.
2: No, no, it's
1: not rappers delight. You, you, you've already touched on it. You've already mentioned somebody who had something to do with it. Oh no, Blondie's, oh,
2: are you talking About Blondie. Blondie's, Blondie's oh, Rapture, oh, right.
1: and and, and she was hanging out, yeah, yeah, with Fab Five Freddy, and yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. name checks them yeah. in that rap, yeah, and right. Right. it's oh. technically the fir- so of course. White women invented rap music. You heard it first on Carnival Park <laughs> <out> Podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, there was there was it was that great documentary and everybody was in it. And she's it, it,
2: like the Miss Daisy of rap music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's funny because you go way back, like they were they were trying to trace like cassette tapes that would just people would just yeah, pass yeah. around tapes, and wow. there was a guy in Philadelphia who basically is this is the first. Rap song that like was yeah. going through the underground yeah. and said no I I'll, I'll watch that I can I can't yeah. watch enough you know it's it's funny because you they were talking about a bunch of different people who like Rick Rubin who was you know literally back. you know right. oh, yeah. <laughs> no gigantic goose one hundred percent but it's like but hey man. Deservedly, but he he, he he earned that. He really did. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he you know. And how many of these people like they're being introduced? To him, I was like, oh well, because he was this, the man behind the curtain. He was becoming this legendary status, where when people were like, oh, I'm going to be meeting with. Wait, he's a short little white Jewish guy. Like, did like, you see
0: the? Um, did you see the one where the David Letterman one? Like, I think it was. Uh, I think I don't know if, who was he. Who was he doing an interview with? Was a Jay Z or something like that? But Rick Rubin was like. The, in the in, in the um, my next guest needs no introduction. One of those things, and he goes to somebody's recording studio, like home recording studio. and Rick Rubin's there, but he like he's like real bohemian, like he's not wearing any like shoes or anything like that. He's got this really long like David Letterman beard, yeah. you know. Um, anyways, I
1: just thought I throw no, it but in. I, dude, dude, good heads up on that. I, I will definitely check yeah. out. Fight you know the you Power. Know,
2: super sure Rick Rubin story. You know, um, he also produced the Black Crows. Who's from Georgia, and originally he wanted to change have their them change their band name to the Cobb County Crows, spelt with a K. Oh, so that's the kind of dude no. he is. Oh, <laughs>
0: but the, neither like Cobb okay. County Crows don't like those in, the words don't inherently have any K's in them anywhere. Like not not. <laughs> but no, I always
1: thought they should. Yeah,
0: like none of those words have Ks anyway. Uh, Anyway, are you watching anything?
1: No, you're watching everything on Plex simultaneously. I basically, yeah, I I love
0: the only thing I like about, I mean, the the main thing I like about Plex is that it's all stuff that I want to watch and I can just hit shuffle and, you know, I can watch, you you know, my own little game show network or Buzzer or I can watch, you know, I finally digitizing, you know, the, the best of the Electric Company DVDs I bought in the late 2000s. Or the Benny Hill collection that I found, like
2: all Benny the, Hill. Benny nine. Hill. I holds up.
0: What's that? Holds up. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, in my heart, <laughs> I, yeah, I love,
1: I loved it. I, I don't care. And-
2: one thing, you guys have not watched a new history of the world because it's getting panned all it's over. Stunk. The place. It's, it's not it's, good. It's it's bad. Yo, like everybody
1: so that I've talked to, and I, I I want to watch it before I. Uh, Joe want me to watch it. I think you started to watch it before I did.
0: Yeah. And
1: you didn't say anything. You're like, oh, let me know when you see a couple episodes. Well,
0: actually, I didn't start watching it. My wife, uh, my wife, she, you know, we, 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 we have different uh, schedules, you know, and she was watching the history of the world. Oh, no, actually, she did ask me if I wanted to watch it. And I was like, eh, because I had heard that it wasn't so good. Yeah, so she started okay. watching it. And then I popped in like an episode three and I watched that. And I was like, every episode has a reference to another Mel Brooks work. You know, like they'll quote it like, why, why didn't somebody tell me my ass was so big? <laughs> you know, but then, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was you know, it, it basically stars Wanda Sykes, Ike Barinholtz and Nick Kroll oh, doing yeah. sketches. But it's all right. It was just like not like great, that's too bad, you know is oh, it was a, really lower bad. production value, um some of the sketches I think leaned into that because they were making fun of like local commercials right, right. um okay. you know like oh, there was like one where Nick Kroll is he's like this Italian guy who's he has like a warehouse of statues, you know, like all these statues are being torn down, so like he he's like you know repossessing them and then like you know liquidating them. <laughs> So it's a it's kind of funny, but it, it you know it goes off a little bit, and it's you know like, break it up. Son, the joke's over. You know, I,
1: I really, really wanted to like it. You know, and because I I I heard a couple people. I didn't hear too much about it, but I didn't hear. Oh, you got to watch this. Uh-huh. You know, like like like. I'm we, sad we didn't get Hitler on ice.
0: Did yeah. they do Hitler on ice?
1: You know, there was a reference to it because and and it was funny because they did use in space. He he said like, oh, you know. There's a bit like the first or second episode where it cuts away to Mel Brooks. He's like, "I said, okay, we can do this. This sounds great, as long as we don't make any references to the original one." And then when they do Hitler, and I say, "Like, wait, I thought we said," <laughs> uh, but
0: but they did. It, it. has
1: moments. It has uh, moments.
0: I'll give it that. But it's not like I mean, the history of the world. But let's be. Let's face it. History of the world part one wasn't phenomenal. It was, no, that's true. No, it was fine.
1: It has some quotable lines. It's good to be the king. But you look like the Piss Boy. Oh, I get it.
0: You're a bullshit artist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, the Piss Boy looks like me. Uh, no, it's, yeah, quotable lines. Um, and, and there's a lot of people in this who did bit parts and, you know, cameos, and I, I really did want to like it. It's not like like the Norman Lear, when Norman Lear did the live presentations, like the three different live shows he did. that Everybody's like, those were great.
0: Hear me out. All right. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up, because as I said, a line from B. Arthur in History of the World, I was reminded of my dream casting of if they do an episode of Maud and live in front of a studio audience, Jane Lynch.
1: Oh, yes. Mm. Wow. Great call. Great, great. Make it happen,
0: Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Great call. No, that that really is a great call. 100 who, 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 do you, who would play who, stanley who do you got for stanley yeah oh,
0: gee i don't know i mean any a never she guy you know um but probably you'd be cast like you know way too young you know it'd probably be like um probably be nick kroll you know <laughs> <laughs> I. You know what? Yeah. Nick Kroll is fucking Stanley. Who gives a well,
1: shit? Well, I, I will say, you know, I didn't like the show, but when he was talking about on Steph Myers and he was talking about getting the phone call from, you know, you know, from, from, from Mel Brooks to get the phone call from. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, it was a couple of people on the line with them. You know what I mean? It was like, um, you know, I don't know if normally Lear was there, but it was a group phone call. He's like. Yeah, it was one of those moments where if I get hit by a bus when I walk outside, now it's good. It's all good. I yeah. had a great run and I went out on a high note. But
0: thank God. by the way, we were kind of glossing over the fact that
1: Mel Brooks is still alive and working. Yes, and you know, and talking. Yeah. You know, right? He, succinctly <laughs> yeah. You well, know, being
0: funny, right? And, and like doing, yeah, he's doing the voices and stuff. Like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah no,
1: he's narrating. Yeah, yeah, so so it is great for him. No, seriously, let let's be uh, yeah. Parenting tips. Here's mine. I'll start um, and finish. My 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 <laughs> oldest guy. He's he's almost 16. He's going into high school and he wants to make more choices, which we're all for. But he still has certain obligations, and so we've given him. We hear what you're saying. Um, you don't want us to dictate all this stuff, so you can have more say in what you want to do. You know, you know specifically with like music stuff, you have to do something. There's, you know, you you can do this afternoon in the arts thing. You can do the guitar ensemble with the school. And he's like, "Well, I want to do my own band." It's like, "Great." I haven't heard you practice a week, so we gave him a deadline. It's like, "Okay, if you want to do this, we're a hundred percent behind it. We have all the things. We got the resource. We can help out with this, that, and the other thing. But you actually have to then do it. You know, it, and uh, and sometimes you know." We let him make his own choices. He chose wrong.
0: (laughs) He chose poorly.
1: And so I, uh, so, you know, we had a nice talk. Yes, while I am the biggest tree hugging, screaming liberal rights guy outside of this house, here it's a dictatorship. And whatever your mother Ah. (laughs) said, no, but it's like, you know, and it is. So we've given him the choice. It's like, okay. By this date, you know it's this this afternoon in the arts. With the school starts in a week, if you've got your ducks in a row by then, awesome. If you don't, you're gonna be mad at me, but you're gonna do this. So that's my parenting tip: mm. be a dick, make them do stuff they don't like because it's good for them,
0: and that's one to grow on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what the mall Santa said to the cute kid: oh, "Shut up, <laughs> hey." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh man yeah i don't have a parenting tip uh, i never have a parenting tip biff can i borrow your parenting tip
2: sure uh you know what um i'm gonna have to uh maybe you could ask me next tuesday because <laughs> um, <laughs> right. i i seem to not have any uh uh, on me right now. I would gladly pay you
1: Tuesday for our parenting Tuesday. tip today. Well, you got you, you. know, you you've already you, your parenting's pretty much over. You know, if you, you you've done a great job. You My know? parenting
0: was over ten years ago. I just stung. I just, <laughs> you know, I you know, I, you know it, I think it was what's it called a mercy rule
2: in, your, for, in your, baseball. You know, your, like your, your, your score.
1: parenting tip is to marry someone who's better at it than you yeah, who and begrudgingly has to take. I will say, you know, I will. That's it, what I've done. It
2: becomes, it does become convenient for your child to have some parallels to your musical tastes because uh, this past Tuesday, I finally got over the worst of my work and I went to a concert. And um, uh, it's actually a concert that uh, my uh, my son was willing to go to because uh, actually one of the people was going to go didn't you know couldn't go. He said, "Oh yeah, I'll go," and then you know he did the driving. So there you go. Nice. Good
1: for you guys, yeah. the, Biff. It's uh, it's been a minute since we've done this with you, so it's great yep. to see you.
2: Um, Good to see everybody again. Yeah, yes. you well, know,
1: welcome back. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something out that I didn't get to talk about. You know, the last podcast, two podcasts mean, uh, ago,
2: the great great greatest Irish band of all time, as uh, voted by the radio station in Ireland.
1: It's yeah, got to be you too, right?
2: Uh, of course not. It's Thin Lizzy. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> so. And if the
2: Irish say it, you know they're right.
1: A couple of weeks ago, uh, on the podcast where we started off by you being biff, which was hysterical, I went out. The last song I played on the the end was, was moving right along. It was you know part of the self. Oh no, it was the self indulgent theater. It was yeah. the self indulgent. Uh, as I'm, and I didn't know what I was going to play during oh. the podcast. I said, "Oh, I'm going to you know put a, put one of Joe's old songs in there." I was listening to it. And truly, for a second, a couple times, I went back, as I'm listening back to this, thinking that I had put in the original, Mm. moving right along, because this is going way back. What, one of the first 20 podcasts we did? Mm.
0: No, I mean, it was about, like, a year or so in.
1: But Joe has his friend, Peter, who's, you know, an an actor, a puppeteer, Mm. an amazing curator, a writer. writer. writer, I mean, well...
0: By the way, let's put it, I'm going to plug uh, my friend Peter, Peter Sophronis. He has a podcast, Peter Cosmos Sophronis. He has a podcast called Putting Two and Two Together. It's like a weekly uh, soap opera, basically. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, nobody on here is going to listen to it. I get it. I'll listen I, you know, but he's re-releasing his first two seasons and a half of this podcast, um, he kind of George lucas a couple of the early ones, oh. like, with an actor. So, anyways. McClunky. <laughs> so yeah, right. There's a couple of McClunkys in there. No, but he's going to re-release each episode once every week until mm-hmm. um, the new season comes out, which is, like, you know two months from now or something. But check it out if you like, uh, you know, gay-oriented. No, it's not necessarily gay. But, okay, it's about a gay couple um, called Putting Two and Two Together. And, anyways, he's a friend- and I like him and I want to, and he's, and he, God damn it. He puts so much work into that st- like podcast that like, that's an actual, like real
1: podcast. That no, you can I, to. I, I've heard podcasts like that. <laughs> he also, you know, he, 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 him and a former partner of his used to have a puppet show that they really, you know, right. Put a lot of work into right. and stuff like that. No, really great. Stuff. Anyways, as far as our podcast go, Joe and him did, did, you know, moving right along, you know, by Fozzie and Kermit. And honestly, the two of you, <laughs> We're just so spot on. There was a couple of times I'm like, was this a mashup? Were we going from the, I Because you you were editing the podcast then, and I didn't know if it was this you guys the whole way through. I want to take a second to say, absolutely blown away. So impressed with you and Peter. And that's the last thing I'm saying on this podcast oh, today. Oh,
0: thank you. Oh, thank you. Very nice. That, yeah, that was – it actually kind of was a mashup because it was a mashup of two different takes. I have some fun to – Yes. That was both Peter and me playing Fozzie and and Kermit in uh, happier times, I guess. Which was, you know, when we were younger. Which is always ha- the past is always happier, isn't it? Isn't it? Don't you agree, Biff?
2: <laughs> I, uh, yes. eh. no, I think... You're more
0: of a you're more of a now and future guy.
2: No, no, no. I was bullied as a child.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me too. <laughs> By him. <laughs> <laughs> Did those glasses pick up very good at HBO <laughs> on television. He bullied me on television, <laughs> and I and I stayed friends. Actually, <laughs> our our friendship our friendship grew stronger
2: <laughs> since then.
0: Yeah. Oh my! You, you but know what and, they
2: say you always hurt, you always hurt the one you love.
0: That's right. That's right. You know what? I am. Uh, I do mean to hurt you. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the <laughs> reminder, Beth. I need to hurt him. Yeah. Um. I'll do it by playing nonstop a Press Your Luck episode tonight. It <laughs> goes insane. Anyway, well, thank you for listening to our podcast and uh, I'm I'm glad to be back in the presence of Jacques in person. We're going to go watch some stupid, like really, we'll find the dumbest things. Yeah. The dumbest things and we'll just laugh and then we'll eat stuff and it'll be great and we'll forget that we're married. Oh, it'll be Oh, is that by each other? <laughs> Wait, you're married to each other? No, no, or no, or... no. That we have uh, uh... Uh, wives. And, you know, you know, it's just fun stuff. You know, we're just sticking uh... around. We're just, you know, it doesn't mean anything. You know, we're just two guys hanging out. You know, I'm sleeping over. What's, what's the big deal? Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. It's normal. It's normal. It's, and yes, we're sharing the same bed. But yes, it's normal. It's normal. That's like what two bros do. All right. Don't forget a bear in his natural habitat,
3: a Studebaker. Moving right along in search of good times and good news. With good friends, you can't lose. This could become a habit. Opportunity knocks once, let's reach out and grab it. Yeah. Together, we'll nab it. We'll hitchhike bus or yellow Cab it. Cabot? Moving, Moving right along. Foot loose and fancy free. Getting there is half the fun. Come share it with me. Moving Moving right along, along. We'll learn to share the load. We don't need a map to keep this show on the road. Moving right along, we found a life on the highway. And your way is my way. So trust my navigation. California, here we come up high in the skyland. Palm trees and warm sand. So sadly we just left Rhode Island. We did what? I just forget it. Moving right right along. along. Hey LA, where have you gone? Send someone to fetch us. We're in Saskatchewan. Moving right along. You take it, you know best. Hey, I've never seen the sun come up in the west. Moving right along, we're truly birds of a feather. We're in this together, and we know where we're going. Movie stars with flashy cars and life with the top down. We're storming the big town. Yeah, storm is right. Should it be snowing? Uh, no, I don't think so. Moving Moving right right along. Do, 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 do. Do I see signs of men? welcome on the same post it says come back again moving right along nice town loose and fancy free you're ready for the big time is it ready for me moving right along moving right along moving right along Moving
1: right along Hello, and welcome to Sideshow. A very special episode of Sideshow, which I think they all are. If anyone hasn't figured it out yet, uh, this is our Muppet Tribute episode. Again, I'm Jacques. I'm Joe. And we've had a good half dozen guests. We've had more than a half dozen, but we've had a good half dozen guests. Each and every one says they had a great time, they really want to come back, but they'll say whatever they need to to get out of Joe's basement. <laughs> Peter, a few weeks back, came in and we did a Looney Tune episode, and Peter said, oh, I would love to come back. And so far. I don't know
3: if I said those exact words. He, he <laughs> said,
1: would you please let me come back? This was the greatest moment of my life. Second to none, I've peaked, or something. Like, yeah, I'd do this again if you guys ask. Really nice. <laughs> yes. So, thank you, Peter. So how much am I getting paid for this time? <laughs> uh, Twice. What we did last time. <laughs> Two times double. zero, right? Yes. <laughs> so, um, Your agent drove a hard bargain. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Bernie.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> But, uh, you know joe and i have always been muppet fans we we quote there's and we'll get into it some of the lines that we quote back and forth to each other all the time we've talked about doing one of these but as i came to find out when peter was here last time just talking off mic and stuff like that and about his side Who's projects <laughs> no that uh his love for uh for for a